Hey, what's going on, folks? Ty from the Bench Clear Media team, and I am here co-hosting episode number four of Inside the Pitch with Michael Rathburn today. So I want to apologize real quick. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube today, we had, a, we had some camera issues on my end, and so we did audio only for the uh, for the video part, but we do show a lot of charts. We show a lot of interaction with some of the uh, the topics that we're talking about, whether it's cars, looking on eBay, showing Instagram profiles. Um, so stay tune in on YouTube, even though you're not going to see our faces, you're going to see some other things that'll add to the, uh, I think the interactive element uh, for the podcast, but, uh, another great show, 45 minutes long, Michael, uh, gets us updated on everything happening in the soccer car world. We talk a lot about, um, really the, the pulse of the soccer card market and, and where we think things are headed. And, uh, there's been some product releases that we, we cover obviously 2020 Bowman MLS, we talk a little bit about the uh, select Euro and how there's been a pretty substantial pullback on that and, and kind of where things are headed with some other older releases, you know, like Prism World Cup and, and some other sticker um, stickers that are <laughs> continue to do well uh, in the uh, secondary market. So anyway, enjoy the conversation. Uh, again, if, if you are newer to the soccer world, uh, this is a great opportunity for you just to consume information. Michael is, is a wealth of knowledge that I think will help guide and direct you as you enter the soccer soccer car world. And if you're if you're a veteran um, soccer card collector, then I think you'll also appreciate some of the analysis that we we talk through with releases and players and, and all that good stuff. So enjoy episode four of Inside the Pitch. Michael, what's going on, man? Hey, good morning, Ty. Good morning. Episode four, long time coming. My goodness. Yeah, we're a little bit, a little bit backed up here, but uh, life, life it, happens. It, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Like we're recording on a weekend where there's no soccer. Uh, they're on break. Uh, they basically been playing a lot of friendlies and qualifiers all week, which has definitely brought some criticism. Uh, with COVID and guys, you know, going to different countries and mm. getting exposed and things like that. And we have seen a handful of players come down with COVID. So uh, hopefully we don't have any issues uh, moving forward. But, you know, kind of a good time in that the transfer period has ended. Uh, we're on a break. and uh, But even though we're on a break from league play, you know, still pay attention to what's going on with any kind of qualifiers or friendlies or because, you know, you just never know what player is going to score, you know, three, four goals in a game. And so, like, uh, you know, like Roberto Firmino uh, put up some numbers last night for Brazil. Um, you know, so that's just something that he's he's a really good underrated guy that um, a lot of hardcore soccer players love to collect and buy. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys that are in that mid-tier. You know, six months ago, we were talking about guys like Raheem Sterling, Kevin De Bruyne, uh, you know, as as mid-tier guys. And they're not mid-tier anymore. They've kind of reached that. They haven't reached the elite status, but they're in that upper tier of uh, players that have definitely seen their values go up, will continue to go up, and are now popular, whereas before they were really, you know, very cheap. Mm, interesting. Um, you're, look at you, already throwing out names. Already giving people stuff to to write down. So let, let's back up. 
give kind of a pulse of kind of where we're at with soccer. Yeah. Kind of in the midst of seasons, obviously. And yeah, nothing. Well, it, it's been, it's been kind of an interesting start and in that, you know, we've really still been riding the wave of 18 Donruss slash optic uh, as you know, the two products in one uh, 1920 Chronicles and the uh, Chrome Bundesliga. Uh, yep. It's really where, you know, and, and we're still waiting on Champions League. Hopefully it's going to come out in about five weeks. That product, uh, the market needs that product in a, in a huge way. Um, but the demand is going to obviously exceed supply and we're not going to get enough of it. But, you know, uh, we did just have um, we'll, we'll pop into products. I, I know I'm hopping around here. So. Uh, this How do you feel really, about the market? You feel like, and I, I think this as yeah, a mar- yeah, I, I, it's it's settled down. down a little bit. It certainly peaked uh, when Champions League mid August yeah. you know, concluded. We had a thirty you know, about a three to four week break, and then league started back up again. And I think that um, what we've seen in that time is because we're still dealing with the lack of product in the market, just not enough. Uh, supply to meet demand people Mm -hmm. people are going to uh sticker focus is still there and it's 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 a slow it's a slow build but it's giving a lot of momentum people are just saying hey we know that a guy like camavinga doesn't have a card per se now he may have a collectible card game whether it's an adrenaline or you know something like that but Mm -hmm. we've just seen that that stuff's not you know it, it just doesn't hold uh Stickers are definitely the way that people are going on a lot of these players because they just want to get something in hand. Hmm. We're also starting to see the shift of people buying up 14, 16, and 18 Prism and now shifting to 03, 04 Mega Cracks looking for Ronaldo, Messi, uh, and just unearthing a lot of the older Ronaldo, Messi cards that are going to have more demand and just, you know, look, the, the closer you get to a guy's true rookie card is really what, what we're headed for. So the early Messi stickers, Ronaldo stickers, things like that, even Mbappe, people are starting to really gravitate towards Mbappe sticker instead of his Chrome or his Prism or his Select. Uh, so definitely seeing a shift to sticker and definitely seeing a shift to any actual cards that, you know, came out prior to in some of the older tops as well. Yeah. You know, you got um, we'll talk about just like early breakouts. The, the number one breakout player so far this year has been Dominic Calvert Lewin, who is leading everybody in goals. And people were chasing his 19 prism, but he's got a couple cards in 2017. Uh, Tops premier uh, is, is really the one that people are looking at There's another one out there. But that premier gold card, it's um, got a gold, uh, got a, I believe a red parallel and a green parallel, uh, extremely hard to find. And even if you were, the, the, the wax is cheap, but you can't find it. Hmm. So, you know, some of these guys, and, and he's only 23. So a lot of the older tops releases, and I think I might've made mention of it in the, in the last show that we did again, very, very hard to find this wax. It's not like it's going to explode like the prism and the Donruss. Yeah. But still trying to go find these cards just raw 
is getting difficult. I bought a couple of DCLs uh, before the season started and just kind of had them sitting here and I probably paid like maybe $3 for them. I mean, it's, you know, his stuff was cheap, much like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they're hitting at 35, 40 bucks. So, because again, these guys have one or two rookie cards, their overall inventory of cards as a portfolio is still extremely low. And until the market, until the manufacturers can actually catch up, which, you know, it's going to be difficult, but, um, you know, a guy like Dominic Calvert-Lewin is just doesn't have that many cards to begin with. So people are going to buy up whatever they can get. Interesting. Um, so do, do you see kind of, you look at the pipeline of cards coming out, do you see it kind of catching up and, and, I mean, it's hard, it, it's hard to, right now we can't predict. I mean, we, we would hope I went back and I looked at like previous years, like 17, 18, 19, etc. And on average, we've been getting about 10 to 12 products a year between Panini and tops. So give it, give or take six, you know, on each side, you know, just for argument's sake. Yep. It's, I mean, and I told you before, I think like the first show that we did about soccer, it needs to double and it wouldn't even make a dent in the supply in the, in the demand flow. It's, it's, it, it, it's got to double. And I, when I say double, I don't mean like, you know, Oh, we need a flawless and a national treasure. No, we do not need that. And I told, you know, we talked about this ad nauseum. We need like Donra score optic, mm-hmm. uh, tops base stadium. I mean, the, the 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 hobby does not need these crazy because we're already seeing mid-tier products like chrome you know that <laughs> scary thing about it is dude a year ago you could buy chrome soccer what in the 50 60 range a box <laughs> now they're hitting they're, they're coming out three four hundred and it's not going to change because the player pool i i looked at it the other day on um uh fb ref you know football reference um, mm-hmm. dude the global player pool for soccer is seventeen thousand players <laughs> that doesn't even compute it makes no. that massive and, and, and then and then think about all the kids that are the, you know we talk about the 16 17 you know 18 whatever that we know the hobby is clamoring for the the funny thing about it is they can hold back they don't need to print cards of all these guys they don't they just need to get the the major players they get the major guys you're not going to see this stuff come down in price because we had in in 1920 we had greenwood fati holland reina and i'm leaving guys out but i'm just trying to like the, the cream of the crop guys is who i'm really focused on right okay so who's coming in this year camavinga jude bellingham Serginio Dest, and there's more. There's like six or seven guys I could continue to rattle off that don't have a card yet. But um, those are the big ones, and those guys are gonna. Those guys, let's give. Let's say um, they're Chrome cards, or you know, Camavinga wouldn't be Chrome, but let's say he's in um, Chronicles this year, next year. Yep. Let's say he's got a Contenders Chronicles like Fati and Greenwood. It's it's going to be in that range. It's going to pop at one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars right from the beginning. Uh, Bellingham Chrome is going to be a hundred dollar card right from the beginning. 
Uh, Dest would probably be a Chronicles or another Panini issue is going to be ex very expensive, maybe more than either one of those guys because of the USA Barcelona factor. Wow. So we've got some big time guys that the pipeline is not drying up for soccer anytime soon. And, you know, I, I just beg the manufacturers to get some of the product out in the market. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And we can dive into some of these products here in a minute. But let me show you a couple things I think are interesting. Um, and we were briefly talking about this beforehand. So um, I, have, I have three things I want to show you. One, let's look at, you mentioned sticker volume. So look at the sticker volume. That yeah. is sticker yeah, that only sales. And if you're watching on YouTube, you'll, I'm showing the chart. Um I mean that's insane, right? It was basically it was irrelevant. Yeah, November yeah. last year. And Gary, yeah. Gary, Gary V, brother. I mean, there you 15, go. Sixteen months ago, was preaching stickers, and it's finally starting to come to fruition. Yeah, I mean, you go from essentially selling 10, 15 stickers a day across eBay in the soccer category to four hundred plus a day. Yeah, <laughs> insane. But uh, you look at that, and then you look at PSA volume. So, again, looking at PSA. Huge. Yeah, that's a huge indicator. Yep. Right? I mean, again, there was nothing. I mean, there was days that nothing sold in terms yeah. of PSA soccer cards. And by, you know, end of September, you're looking at days that went over close to 300. That number is going to continue to rise, obviously. But, yeah. Yeah, definitely a positive trend line. And here's the one we've already looked at together. And this is just overall volume. Yeah, great stuff. And this is interesting to me because, I mean, you, 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 it's like any sport right now. It's it's definitely pulling back. Right, right. But you could argue, like you just said, with soccer, it's probably a supply issue. Not It's, it's more of a supply issue. That's why people are looking at um, unearthing the older issues, the stickers. But um, also, it is related somewhat to a couple of things. Uh, one is the release of contenders early July, and that's when we see a, a spike in units. And yep. then that huge spike in the middle of August, which was the conclusion of all the seasons in Champions League. And then we see it come back down uh, and be at levels that were not uh, right around pre-Chronicles. Mm. So... Um, the crazy thing about, um, <laughs> you know, you could argue they could they could drop 2021 Chronicles in January and February. Yeah. Because think about it. That product was delayed heavily. Mm. And so let's say they ended up doing Chronicles like early 21. Yeah. Uh, there is – I just rattled off some guys. I mean – it would be as strong of a product, if not stronger, than what we what we just saw, because the the name the the huge names that that are in play, uh, it would be the first rookie cards for everybody. The demand would be huge. I mean, we've got Chronicles Hobby is around four hundred to four fifty a box. Uh, it came out around what the mid two fifty three hundred ish. Um, a 20 a 20 uh 20 slash 21 chronicles product would probably come out right at the 400 to 450 if not higher wow it, would, it wouldn't come out at at the two the 250 it wouldn't it, it would be double that probably right right from the jump yeah that that's fascinating no. it, 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 <laughs> just to think about chronicles and how all of a sudden it's become just 
a behemoth across it, it's funny that that product is perfect for soccer because they can take the leagues and and kind of mash them together and just i mean like i said it was my favorite product my favorite sports product not just soccer my favorite sports product in all of 20 uh 2020 and it's probably if they do it that way again and maybe even spice it up and get um uh legal legal one in there uh then we're really talking about you know some serious firepower so no kidding so there was days i'm just looking at the the charts here there was days where um chronicles was selling 700 plus cards a day on ebay oh it's an incredible break like what's what's awesome about the product is the uniqueness of hobby and retail yeah and that they did a great it's the blueprint i think of moving forward of what these manufacturers should be doing to satisfy hobby and satisfy retail is hobby less base cards numbered parallels high-end chase autos yeah and chase parallels etc retail heavy base heavy rookies you know that that you know it doesn't need the the autos and the numbered parallel soccer doesn't need it for retail for hobby absolutely um we still need it in the marketplace but um you know if they're only going to get 25 messy autos in a, in a product yeah, keep it for keep it for hobby. You're only going to get 25 Ronaldo's. You're only gonna, you know Mbappe doesn't sign. Uh, you know, just you know, you know your autograph inventory is going to be short. Keep it for hobby and still crank retail. Um, it, there's no shortage. And and let's face it, we know the print run on Chronicles retail was low because it wasn't like we saw people going to Walmart and Target and loading up a, a, a card. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, they, they were getting six cellos right you know? and and then then you know the other retail distribution that went through you know the subs or whatever is how people got boxes but it was few and far between yeah yeah um, that's a great point that's a great point i mean i would love to continue at this point i would tell people to buy um chronicles retail and try to get as much as they can to break because you for, for grading purposes, the the Greenwoods, the Fatis, and then the next wave of guys, whether it's um, Kubo or Torres or Tonali or, you know, there's a there's a, a second wave of guys that will come. And then there's a third wave of guys that just haven't really even popped yet that will eventually over the next 12 to 18 months. But, you know, from a from a break and a grading perspective, retail is the way to go. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. And I think it's it, it, that that gets me more excited about the idea of grading base and yeah, getting stuck holding the bag. Whereas, you know, we talk about baseball and even basketball to a certain extent. You go grade, you know, base Boba Shets and base Luis Roberts. Like, well, there's 15,000 copies of those. Yeah. Yeah. Soccer is so limited, like you said, it, it makes perfect sense to go great. Yeah, and people aren't really sending in the you know Panini, Messi, and the the prestige Ronaldos. They're sending in the Greenwoods, the Fatis, you know the um, the Kubos, uh, yeah. the Rodrigo. Yeah. So. What's up, Matthew? <laughs> Making appearance today again. Yeah. My <laughs> five year old soccer player. So we'll see his cards maybe in about ten years. <laughs> hey, at the pace we're going, we might see him next year. Get yeah. 
Well, I've got a photo. I could make a card probably. I could- <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Now that, that's a great point. So if if I went and created one of my kid through Tops, yeah, yeah, could that be a licensed card someday? <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. That'd be pretty cool. Um, so real quick, just perspective, right? We showed this that shows the yeah, very cool. Basketball, just for some point of reference, right? Peaked yeah. at about twenty five thousand, and to your point, offline. I mean, to think that soccer's at twenty percent of the volume at peak levels this this summer. I'd love to see never compared to baseball, soccer versus baseball. I think that's really where the because uh, I've just felt it. I feel yeah. like. Soccer is very close to taking over baseball. I wow. Really you really believe that? Well, if you look at – so if you go and look at the top 100 most watched baseball cards on a consistent basis, yeah. and, I do, and I do it, um, yeah. three-quarters of it is vintage. And the new stuff, just other than Trout, Tatis uh, – you know, we had that run of Jason Rodriguez, Bowman. Uh, but if you look at who's on that list, it's it's a vintage market. And the demo for vintage is older. Is older. So younger people are not buying baseball. So what I'm, I'm curious to know, what, what would be your guess in overall volume? So this is all baseball cards per day on eBay. What would be your guess? Peak twenty five thousand for basketball. Average is uh, is around fifteen thousand. Oh, it's a lot higher. Okay, and that's because of forty five thousand. Okay, because we we got baseball cards going back to nineteen forty. Very true. Right? The, the, the depth. Yeah. So so yeah, if there was a certain way to filter, um, I would look at like nineteen. I I don't think you can, but I'd be curious what eighty like 1980 to present, I'd be very curious because like I said, I think around 75% of the cards in the top 100 most watch are vintage. And it, it's a scary number. It's it's like, I, I it keeps getting worse. During the middle of the season, it was probably like 50-50. Now it's like 75-25. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just, it, it's a little bit like, it's a little scary if you think about it. There's a black hole period in baseball from like what the the what 2002 until like around the trout, like that 10 year period there. Like, yep. oh, like oh one. I'm thinking about like when Pujos and, and Ichiro and, and and Miggy and those guys came up, like right around after those guys came up until the trout rookie, there's like that 10 year window of dead. It's, it's just a dead period, you know, and not a lot in there. And um, I think baseball is really hurting from that. And then the new stuff coming out is um, obviously we've seen Acuna, Soto, uh, and, and Tatis emerge, but it's not enough. Um, the stars in baseball outside of Trout, oh, man, it's – who sells? Yeah. So here is, here's a look at only 2018, 19 and 20 baseball. 
So it's 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 not happening. Yep. So there's you're at you're at 40 40k basically average. You go over here, you're about 20k average over the last year. So yeah, half of it is older than 2018. That's and interesting. How much of that is yeah, pre-80, you know. That's the thing. Yeah. The thing and 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 the, the point that I think I'm trying to get at is what I what I told you. Who who's buying what? And all yeah. the people buy base all the baseball. That's just what they buy. Um, younger people buy newer basketball. Yeah. Uh, soccer. Um, that's really where you know where are things headed, not just today, but where are they headed over the next 12 to 24 months because you got to remember what's coming for soccer euros world cup um team usa i mean just there's a there's a huge momentum wave for the next two to three years that's a great point that's a great point um all right so let's talk a little bit about bowman because i (laughs) it's live it's shipped from florida it's shipped out from florida right and so florida Florida, a couple guys if you look at who's selling it on ebay a handful of guys that have it in hand, they're from Florida. So it's a one day ship. Uh, I, I know where they ship it out of. I used to live close by there. Um, so um, yeah, pretty cool. I mean, like one complete set went for 350, I believe. Okay. Um, you know, print run looks to be around 7,000 uh, total packs, I believe it was, which equated to about a 370 to 380 print run on each individual base card. And I did some math and you should be getting about one numbered parallel per pack is, is what it should figure out to give or take. And um, so let's see over the next week when people get packs in hand and start ripping how it settles out. But um, it looks like, you know, there is a one-on-one of a guy posted on eBay uh, there's some packs posted on eBay. I've seen packs posted for 35, whether or not that's, you know, we'll see where the market's going to settle at. Um, yeah. yeah. The Aronson actually went for 15. I looked up the actual sale price, which is good. That's a strong, that's a strong number. Yeah. Um, there's your $350 sale. Uh, you know, somebody did do some breaks. Uh, you know, we'll see how that plays out. There's your one-on-one. So, uh, you know, it's going to be pretty interesting. I'm going to be working on like a Google Doc uh, on the checklist for Bowman MLS. I'll put like the player name, the age and what his current stats are. And maybe we can get sort of like a like who am I who am I looking for? Who should I buy? Who should I keep type of, you know, type of uh, list going for that for the group. But, um, you know, I mean, 80 rookies, you know, so. I wonder how these rainbow foils look in per. In- I know. I, I think the picture does not do it justice. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. That's what I, the first thing I thought about was the picture doesn't do it justice at all. And and please, if you're seeing this and you list a one-on-one for the love, put a scan at the back. My gosh. Yeah. That's not that hard. Yeah. Not that hard. It's probably why he hasn't even gotten an offer. <laughs> well, it just got listed and you see 22 views uh, yeah. in the last hour actually, which is pretty hot. That's that's pretty high. Um, interesting. Okay, so there you go. But I like it. I like it. I mean, I I'd be very curious to see. I think um, I was talking to uh, Filmington about Bowman First Edition Baseball. Yeah, and what the print run was there, and I forgot what we figured out the percentages were, but um, 
I think Bowman was like five percent. I don't remember what exactly we had landed on, but it was a number that was higher than what I would have expected. And I know it sounds low, and it's like, oh wow, they only made six thousand nine hundred packs. That sounds yeah. like a very low number, but when you look at it versus Bowman first edition. I almost think that it probably exceeded t Top's expectations. That yeah, it'd be it'd be great to have them back on to talk yeah. about you know where yeah. where did this fall in line of your projections? You know, because I yeah, I'm, I'm curious to know too. Like less than 400 print run is that kind of what they were expecting? Well, if you think about look at the numbers on Top's Living uh, UCL and look yeah. at the numbers on. Uh, tops now, tops now numbers are very low unless it's unless it's a big time rookie card. Yeah. Um, and tops living uh, numbers are low versus um, you know unless it's a big time release. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was just looking at yeah Bellingham print rounds thousand. Mike, yeah. Yeah, Greenwood twelve thousand. I mean, yeah. So. That, that to me is probably the one of the most telling signs of the strength of the soccer market. 13,000. I mean, that's insanely high. Yeah. Well, there's clearly people want rookie cards of the top guys. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Life, man. Zoom life. Got our kids. I had, yeah. had kids pop in the podcast the other day, too. Yeah, uh, 2012 select euro prices are coming down. What's what's what the heck, man? Is it is it? Well, they. I think timing. Timing was bad. Okay. Um, it you know I think a lot of us and me especially didn't factor in that they didn't have time to get in the younger guys that were named to the teams. Okay. And so we just kind of, I just kind of assumed that the guys were going to have cards and, and they just don't. Yeah. So it, you know, uh, that's just been um, the way that. Uh, yeah. So uh, it was grossly overpriced and pumped up by certain companies. Uh, <laughs> one in particular. And, yeah. and uh, they really burned some folks and, um, you know, it, it's a product that I've been saying it from day one after I saw the checklist is a three hundred to three hundred fifty dollar box. Wow, so you're saying it it was it was priced hundred five percent too high. Yeah, it was it was way way overpriced. Wow. Um, now, if they had all the players in there that potentially could have been in there, yeah, it could have been a seven hundred eight hundred dollar box. Okay, uh, and the hybrid stuff. I think what they did was I think they had intentions of retail because they said it. Yeah. And then maybe they just were not able to get a print run on retail and went with the hobby, went with the hybrids and the hybrids, everybody's saying it's just a ripoff. So I'm well, not trying to, di I'm, again, not discrediting Panini at all. I think they tried to make the best of a situation and get a product out, but the timing of it, just if that had come out at the beginning of the year or at the end of the year, it probably would have been better off. The timing was just really, really bad. 
Bummer. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm trying to get you some data to look at because this is a, uh, I, I do think it's fascinating to look at the prices. I'll just, let me send you a screenshot here real quick. This is pretty crazy. Um, while I'm doing that, so you got, I mean, how does it, how does this affect some of the stuff coming out in November, like UCL? Chrome? I think we know, I think we, we, we kind of know that Reina and Holland will be in there. Yeah. And, um, so I, I think we're good there. Um, I don't think, I think that product will be fine. Uh, you'll have, I mean, you can basically work off of finest and then add in Reina. Um, so it should have all the big names in addition to some of the kids, whether or not they get in anyone else. I, I doubt it. I don't have any expectations that they're going to add anybody as a surprise. Um, because I think this product to me, these products have been made and finalized and done. Yep. Just that when can we print and what do we have for autos? Um, so I, I don't expect anything as a surprise we still got the two museum products to come out from tops yeah uh again you know i think they're gonna have to really look at that in 21 and say to ourselves is it really worth it for us to put out that product for soccer because the history of the product is not not well it's not good and even if they are able to get some of the rookie cards in there that one pack so it, it just doesn't carry over. It, it hasn't done well. We talked about it before. Look, take if you're going to line up two more releases. I mean, think about what a, a base, a flagship tops product would have done right now. Mm -hmm. What would a stadium club with the with the with the um, stadium with the photos? You know, if they would have utilized photography uh, for for stadium. Uh, again, we talked about Bowman um, Heritage. Uh, you know, there's just some stuff that, you know, they could have put out that probably would have done a lot better. And again, I'm not talking about this year. I'm talking about moving forward. I'd like to see more mainstream, mid-tier, base brand products for soccer. Uh, we got MLS coming out, uh, which should be interesting. It's a very nice design. MLS coming out probably in another week or two, I believe. Uh, clean design, nice looking card. And uh, it's it's affordable, and I've seen it for a hundred dollars a box pre-sale. Wow! And uh, I think it should do very well. Uh, they did release the photos on Bundesliga Chrome for 2021 coming out in March. Fingers crossed. It's not gonna look like Tops uh, 21. It's a different design, and uh, to me, as soon as I saw it, anybody that uh, does the Tops Kick uh, app their digital app for soccer it's it's very much influenced by tops kick i believe and so uh yeah a very different design uh almost does not look like a tops card if you ask me it just looks very different and uh so if that product can come out in march that's going to be huge interesting so yeah i'm showing some some pictures of bundesliga bundesliga chrome yeah, yeah that, that, is, that does not look like a tops card. I mean, and no. I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm saying like it's a very different type of design that it does not look like a traditional tops card. This uh whenever I see the stripes back here, it reminds me of 1819 Prism and the red, white, and yep. blue for basketball. Yep. How yep. awful they were, like the uh, barber. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. Uh that was the worst. Yeah. 
Yeah. So. Okay. Huh. Yeah, that release is a March. Interesting. Okay. Um, I'm going to loop back real quick and show you this. So this was select Euro you mentioned. So the, the thin line there is average box price. With, you know, so you can see here it peaked about 800. It's right below 800. All the way down the last yeah. couple sold below 400. Yeah, it's going to continue to drop. Yep. Yeah. Craziness. Yep. They just, I think what happened was, uh, again, just we all got caught up in the fever and yeah. just assumed that certain players were going to be in there. And um, when it came down to it, that checklist was made long ago. And if, and that's what happens when you release a checklist yep. a week before the product goes live versus, you know, at least giving us a two month ramp up, that's what's going to happen. And people got burned. And so the next time around on a, on a Panini product, people are going to be a little bit hesitant. Um, uh, Prism 2021, maybe that's an exception, but I think moving forward after that, People are going to be very hesitant to say, "Hey, we want to know who's in there, and if we don't know who's in there, we're gonna we're we're not gonna we're just gonna wait." Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, I I, I think that this shows the maturity of the soccer card market, yes. right? Yeah. Like you can't just uh, the cards and the product are phenomenal. The cards yeah. are beautiful. They're the best, some of the best looking cards that have been made this year, if not the best. Okay, but the lack of the lack of players is is just it, you know outside of Mbappe you got some judge ja, ja, Sancho's in there Mbappe's in there Jao Felix is in there outside of that man it, it is a Ronaldo insert it's it's pretty lean mm. uh, it's just not enough not enough in there to to hold up that price there you go you're right I think three three hundred <laughs> Exactly where it ends up. Yep. Um, yeah, be a 25, 30 a pack. You know, yeah. Right. Um, what, what about the dip on prism um, world cup? Yeah. 14, 16, 18. Look every, you know, when soccer popped that, those are the first cards that everybody went towards because it was yeah. prism it had the big names and people were able to get it great, get that product graded pretty quickly at the time. Mm. Uh, we've seen spikes. We just saw the the chart that you put up. You know the August spike, and yep. then the 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 pullback. The pullback is not the market crashing. The pullback is people going and looking for what what I talked about earlier is the older Messi Ronaldo cards that were produced closer to their rookie. Yeah. The first year playing soccer. And that's really what's happened. It's just a shift in dollars is really what's happened. Okay. Uh, and so, you know, the market's fine. It's you're not, you know, it, I'm not worried about it at all. It's going to continue to be strong. It's just people are going to keep seeking out those harder issue. I mean, there's, there's a whole lot more prism out there than there is some of the old, you know, 0304 stuff that people are digging out. And that's really what it comes down to. Hmm. And we've seen some crazy numbers. Uh, didn't have it. I don't have it in front of me, but some of the one of the Messies hit one hundred twenty thousand dollars, and I think another another card hit like fifty thousand. Dang, that yeah, that, that's big time money. 
Yes. And money moving into soccer. Big time. Matthew agrees. That's big time money. Yep. He saw a poke. He's got a Pokemon uh, card set in his hands. Nice. <laughs> fever. Uh, all right. So let's wrap this up with a couple of things that I think um, for just tools to use for research. And I'd love for you to give some advice for those, those that are kind of itching to find out more about soccer cards. And what, what, what are some things that they can be doing? Yeah, I think um, you can YouTube, you can go find highlights of any player or pretty much any major game. You can find like a condensed highlight package. Uh, You don't need to have um, all the different channels that soccer comes on. Okay, Uh, YouTube is a great resource for getting video on players. As far as data, the transfer market website is a really cool website and that they give a, they put a market value on a player of what he's actually worth, uh, which is really cool. It's almost like a rating system similar to FIFA, but it's the entire, it's the entire uh, landscape. Oh, that's really, really cool. And you can do a lot of different queries and searches on transfer market to find who are the younger players that have the highest value and things like that. Uh, there's a website called Who Scored, and what Who Scored does is they give a player rating uh, for each game for each uh, player. And so, you know, a guy might have a good game and he gets like an eight or a nine. Uh, and so, really, really cool there. Uh, FB Ref, uh, you know, if you know about baseball reference, basketball reference, I've talked about it before. Yeah, complete database for every single soccer league player, historical, current. Uh, just an insane amount of information data that uh, especially when you're trying to track young players and, yeah. and, and who to look for. And then also, uh, you know, some of my friends on Instagram that will eventually, uh, you know, be, be uh, guests, uh, Sunday league investors, guys are out of uh, Florida, Orlando, really, really sharp group of kids. Um, I say kids, guys, you know, they're, they're really, really sharp put out some incredible graphics, incredible information. Uh, NP Sports Cards 1, Neum over in uh, England, uh, puts out some great stuff as well. And then also the underscore football underscore stop is another great resource. All three guys put out great content on Instagram as far as like graphics, data, uh, market, and opinions on soccer in general that are all very strong. Beautiful. So there, there's Sunday League investors. Yeah, love those guys. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, they put out some incredible stuff. You know, they reference you scored, and uh, which is cool. I love how they they put a card or a sticker along with what the, what they what the player did. So, oh, yeah, they put out some incredible content. Do they have a site now? Okay. Oh, they have a podcast. There you go. Yep. Okay. Yep. yep. And, said, uh, and what's interesting though is, you know, I, you think about it. Everybody had to start somewhere. Look at the amount of followers these guys have, and it's not a knock on them. They don't have that. The, these numbers are going to be like add a zero to the end of their followers. Because <laughs> that's what it's going to be really quick. And, you know, these are guys that don't have a huge following right now, but they're going to have a huge following in a very quick way. Yeah. Very, very quickly because they're putting out incredible content. 
That's awesome. And then there's NP Sports Cards one. Um, yeah, yeah. get some good stuff. Yes. Yeah. He's got that sleeper. He puts out like one sleeper uh, a week. And the football stop has, I think, yeah. I mean, again, thirteen hundred followers. But look at look at the stuff that he's putting out. Great stuff. Yeah. My goodness, I love it. Okay. Yeah, these are great names. This is this yep. is helpful. Right here. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, uh, I know we have to wrap it up here. What do you, anything you want to talk about upcoming? I know this might be one of my last ones. You're going to have actual soccer experts. Yeah, I mean, once uh, we get, yeah, I'd love to get some of those guys on that I just mentioned because their knowledge uh, would add, you know, huge value to, to the show. And then um, just continuing to follow, you know, we've got, we've got, um, you know, let's see what happens with Bowman. Very interested to track that. Uh, who are the players that emerge and what price, you know, what the market does. Yep. And especially on unopened packs, I'm very interested to see what, what the market does with that. Uh, let's hope that we get uh, Chrome mid-November. Let's hope we get Prism mid-December. Uh, Prism will be 2021. Uh, we haven't seen any uh, designs yet. Yep. Hopefully the product will come out and it will not be delayed. And then uh, I'm just really hoping that manufacturers can get, let's get two products, you know, every other week, let's get a product out for soccer. Oh, you know, man. I'd love to see, you know, Europa League needs a product. Uh, like we talked about Liga One. Um, I know a lot of people are clamoring for some of the younger, the, the lower level leagues. I don't know if we're there yet, but it, we're going to get there. And, um, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just, hopeful uh, that we can get some product out there. Cause that's really how the market's going to grow. If we don't have product the market's not going to grow to where it needs to. For sure. I mean, back, back to this, right. We, we know where it can be. We exactly. Know that it can support. I shouldn't say support. We know that the market has an appetite to buy a lot of cards. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if this is 5,000, you know, card average is uh, the norm next year. It could be if the product is there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if, and if stickers and, other cards need to need to become popular then you know I, what's interesting one you know and then I'll leave, I'll leave it with this is you know Sergino Dest has that one I think he has just a one sticker maybe two yeah but he's in match attacks 1920 which typically you know everybody poo-poos it's jumped up to $30 and oh gosh, he's got that. nothing now whether that card will probably crash when he gets a regular card but I just went through – I had bought a, a box of match attacks just for the heck of it, and I had a couple of them, and I put them up, and I sold them. So, yeah, you know, I mean, people are itching. They're itching for a product, and they're willing to pay 20 30 bucks on a desk, you know, collectible card game card that really, you know, never never really sells anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. Awesome. All right, man. Good stuff, as always. All right, man. Go enjoy your weekend. Thanks, you Michael. Too. Have fun. See ya.